Welcome to Christ Church. The following is a homily from our Sunday morning gathering in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Enjoy. Jesus launches his ministry of proclamation of the kingdom of God in the land. He went from town to town and village to village, and he wanted the people to know that the long-awaited moment in which God was delivering the world from the forces of evil had come. That this time was a time in which all those who had been cast down would be raised up. Those who had been left out would now be included. Those who were broken would be healed. Those who had been tossed aside would be gathered. One of these moments of preaching about the nearness of the kingdom of God somehow shocked all the Pharisees and scribes that sinners showed up to hear this message. Imagine that. Somebody coming and preaching a message that God loves you and forgives you and that though you have been discarded by society and God's kingdom, you are precious in His eyes, they were shocked that sinners and tax collectors came to hear this message. Luke tells us that, that, that they were grumbling about this. They were grumbling that the people who needed to hear the message the most, that they were included and forgiven, that even they were precious in the sight of God, they were grumbling. They say, this fellow welcomes. And it doesn't mean welcome like they walk in and they say, well, welcome, have a seat. They mean welcome as in that Jesus is looking for. Right? Jesus is going and he's finding the very people who need to hear this message of the kingdom of God and says, come, hear, listen, believe, hope, have faith and trust. They ate with him, they gathered with him. There was nothing in that culture that was more intimate than sharing a meal with somebody. Prompts me to think about the question about what we as a community and us as individuals look for when we go out into the world. We look for the people who seem to have all their lives put together. We look for the people who clearly are broken and we might say, Lord, we need Jesus. Jesus, upon hearing this grumbling and this complaining that all the wrong people were showing up, says, wait a minute. Which one of you who has a hundred sheep and uh, one of them goes missing wouldn't leave the 99 to go out and, and search for the lost sheep? And when you find that sheep that is lost, won't throw it around your shoulders, bring it back to your village and have a party with your neighbors. Or which one of you, if you lost your coin, something exceedingly valuable to you, wouldn't tear your house apart looking for it when you find it have a party in the celebration because that which was lost is not found. I mean, I've been excited over finding the TV remote. <laughs> I've been excited about finding the corner. Imagine this woman finding something that was precious to her and she goes and she has a party. 
Richie Wright says in reflecting upon this passage that Jesus was declaring that God was having a great noisy party every time a single sinner saw the light and began to follow God's way. And if earth dwellers wanted to copy the life of heaven, he says, then we should be having a party too. He says that in the Jewish cosmology, the way that Jews saw the world, heaven and earth are not distinct places, but they are interlocked places. And if what happens in heaven, we should be doing on earth. And so as heaven is having a party, right asks, why aren't we having a party too? But often what happens is, is that we find people who come to the church and say, oh, you're broken. We didn't mean you. Sort of like people will say, and we want the church to grow, as long as we can all know everyone's name on an individual basis, we don't change anything. Um, and I can hold on to my ministry office until I die or choose to get out. <laughs> right? And, 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 and so Jesus is sitting there and he's saying, what is it you're willing to do for the person who comes in and is looking and has found life? Robert Kagan says that we should not sit there and think that there's something special about the sheep in this story. The only thing that was special about the sheep is that the sheep was lost. It wasn't a lucrative panel sheep that was going to win the state fair. It wasn't a prize sheep. What was special about the sheep was that the sheep was lost. Right? And as 
Jesus' action that finds. It is Jesus' action that includes. It is Jesus' actions that welcome. All we have to do is accept the gift. And being found is about acknowledging that the ways of our life, the human ways, the ways of the world, are ways that often lead to death and unhealth. And embracing the way of life that is found in Jesus Christ, the one who says, I am resurrection and I am life. I wonder when it was the last time that you experienced joy at finding God in your life. I wonder when was the last time that you have experienced the utter knowledge that you are loved by God for who you are. I wonder when was the last time that you were searching and came upon the miracle of finding what it was that you were looking for. Hearing Alan would say to us that that the looking and being lost and finding and, and is not just a one-time event, but a continual part of our spiritual life. Something that we have to do over and over and over again, day in and day out. That we need to seek the magnificence and the glory and the beauty of the God who created us and, and live in the truth that we are loved on a day-to-day -day basis. See, look, find, search for the kingdom that is at hand, that is there for you. Those who think that they don't need a doctor will not go looking for the doctor, Jesus says. But it's those who realize that they need something more than what they have in their own power will find life. Go find life. Thank you for listening. For more, go to ChristChurchTulsa.org and peace be with you.